ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Friday, June 4th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer made pure. Coming up today on the program, Tom Bragg from Herd 24-7 is going to join me. He's going to give us some more insight. The news coming out earlier today that Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick is stepping down on June 30th, and he is going to assume a new role at the university. Now, Jerome Gilbert, president of Marshall University, releasing a, um, a letter earlier today to faculty, staff, students, making the announcement, and we have found out that Jeff O'Malley, the Associate Director of Athletics and Chief of Staff, is going to serve as Interim Athletic Director. That'll be effective July 1st. Now, also, Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick will assume the role of Special Assistant to the President for one year, where he is going to be focused on fundraising and facilities planning for the university's previously announced baseball stadium project. Now, that role is going to last for a year because President Gilbert announced in April he would not seek an extension of his own contract, and he's going to step down in July of 2022. He said today that the interim appointment of O'Malley would permit the university's next president to participate in the selection process for a new athletic director. There's a lot to unpack here. We're going to do that. Tom is going to join me a little bit later on from Herd 24-7. He's been following this story as well. He might have some interesting details he's willing to share. And of course, you know, he runs the Herd 24-7 site on the 24-7 network. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what he has to offer and hearing uh, some of the things that he's found out. Honestly, I was going to have Tom on Monday. I want to talk a little bit about recruiting, and we still might hit that a little bit, but there have been a lot of things coming out, and Tom's doing a fantastic job keeping track of all of that for 24-7. So I was hoping to have him Monday. We still might do that. Other news today, Notre Dame landing Marshall graduate transfer offensive lineman Kane Madden. I thought, okay, that's the big news of my day. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some other things. But, no, this thing hits today, and I've got a question for you now on Twitter I want to know what you think. What is your reaction to this? And you can find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. So that's our question of the day. What is your reaction to the news that Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick is stepping down at the end of the month? And honestly, I'm sure there's a lot to unpack here for you as well because anecdotally, I know a lot of people on social media have been trying to rally the fans to contact the Marshall Board of Governors, get in their ear, get this process going, offer Mike Hamrick an extension on his contract, get this done. And I know that a lot of people have put forth phone calls, emails, trying to contact some of these people on the board, trying to just get their thought process going towards keeping Mike Hamrick. 
What has Mike Hamrick done for Marshall University? Well, first of all, love or hate Doc Holliday, Marshall football was in bad shape when Doc came to Huntington. It wasn't on good, solid ground. And so Doc comes in and brings a sense of credibility back to Marshall football. And sure, there were a couple of dips here or there, but Marshall football was a contender, didn't win as many conference championships as a lot of Herd fans probably wanted. You won a few East Division titles. You won the Conference USA Championship. But players were graduating. Marshall was being competitive, winning bowl games. I know Doc dipped the last couple of times, and it happens. You can't go undefeated forever in bowl games. But football in better shape. Basketball went to an NCAA tournament, won an NCAA tournament game. You've seen improvement there. And again, I'm sure... Dan D'Antoni would love to see more emphasis, more focus on basketball. Maybe the new AD will give him what he wants. Soccer. Soccer was, I don't want to say in shambles, soccer needed attention. With new facilities came opportunity. Marshall needed an indoor practice facility. So Mike Hamrick gets one built. It's an indoor practice facility. It has has a place where students can go and learn and study and improve academics, giving them the resources they need to be student athletes. Also, it has a pretty good sports medicine department. I actually went there a few years ago for some rehab, and it's fantastic what you can do there. It's a wonderful facility. So a lot of things. You had a permanent place for the Marshall Hall of Fame. So facilities were getting better there. I mean, softball facility is upgraded. Football, you're trying to always progress on that, but the indoor facility was a, a big part of that, getting that built, trying to get baseball going, and with COVID-19 hitting, that really slowed the process down. But you know, softball has been a consistent winner. You win a national championship in soccer. Go back to that facilities question Facilities mean a lot because you took a patch of dirt. You just took a patch of dirt and told soccer, we're taking this patch of dirt away from you. You don't get this patch of grass anymore, this this where you play soccer. No, instead, we're going to be an indoor facility for football and for the other sports that can use it. Indoor track as well. There's a track inside. Don't forget that. And we're going to replace your patch of dirt with a major investment since you as a program, you student-athletes that are coming and those who might be able to enjoy this when it's done, a state-of-the-art, first-class soccer facility, which then gets the ball rolling. And then Coach Gray decides, hey, it's time for someone else. We've got it going. Here it is. Passing the baton. Chris Grassy comes in. And he comes in and says, look, I'm winning a national championship. I've got a facility. I can win a national championship. And I'm doing it. And what did he do? He did it. So you win a national championship. And now women's soccer. Your turn. Let's get get the ladies going there. Hopefully we can get them to that point as uh, as fans, as university, as uh, supporters. And so a lot of facilities are, are being upgraded. I think student-athletes 
are really, truly student athletes. That's important. The graduation rates are up. The academic progress is up. Those are really important things. And I felt really confident that, okay, things are starting to, before the pandemic even, things are starting to feel like they're going in the right direction. There's some hope here. There's some hope that, okay, things can start building for that second decade of Mike Hamrick's tenure. And I think the consistency lasted uh, well into, um, let's put it this way, the consistency was welcome because you had an athletic director that understood how to manage an athletic department with the resources given. Last year, when we were in pandemic mode on this show, covering anything and everything we could we could talk about, I saw story after story about athletic departments furloughing employees, cutting employees, cutting programs. There were programs, athletic programs, there were employees, personnel, they lost their jobs. There were programs that no longer exist because of the pandemic. What did Mike Hamrick do? Did he cut programs? No. Did he cut people? No. He managed it, and Marshall got through it. And we could probably go on and on and on talk about what Mike Hamrick has done and meant for the university. I'm going to leave that to you. I'm going to give you that opportunity. So you can, of course... Give me your thoughts on what happened today with Mike announcing that he's stepping down. You can do so on Twitter at Paul Swan. You can also reach me at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We will talk about it when we continue. Later on, Tom Bragg, Heard 24-7. He joins me as well when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzers made pure. News of the day, Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick stepping down at the end of the month. He will be assuming a new role at the university. He's going to be... Special assistant to the president for one year, where he will be focused on fundraising and facilities planning for the university's previously announced baseball stadium project. And, of course, I think that in itself is a great move by the president, Marshall University President Jerome Gilbert, making that happen because that's something that really needs to be finished. And Mike Hamrick has positioned himself to be the person that can get it done. He wants it done. The city of Huntington wants it done. Many alumni want it done. And it can happen. And now this gives Marshall a good shot at getting it done. Because that's what he's going to be focusing on for a solid year. A solid year. He's going to focus on fundraising, facilities planning, getting the baseball stadium underway, getting that going, and at the end of the day, we're all going to be better for it. Now, I don't like the fact that 
Mr. Hamrick is stepping down as the athletic director. I feel that an offer should have been made by the Marshall University Board of Governors. Something should have been extended. Or, honestly, I think something should have been stated just instead of letting the contract roll out to its conclusion and not commenting. There hasn't been a, okay, we're not going to renew him, or there hasn't been, we're in talks to renew him. There has been really nothing about bringing him back or letting him go. And so he will step down at the end of his contract, step down and take a new role with the president of the university to finish a project that, honestly, without Mike Hamrick, I don't know if it got built. So many people have tried to get this thing built. So many, so many previous administrations, so many previous athletic directors, so many people involved in the university. Nobody's really got this thing going. We got to the point where we had ground. There's ground. All you need is to finalize the funding, put the shovel to the ground, start getting the work. And unfortunately, you couldn't get that done because things got slowed up a little bit because of the pandemic. That did not help. That did not help. All right, I, I posed a question to you on Twitter and we've got a few responses so far, so let me get to those. Uh, my question was, what is your reaction to the news that Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick is stepping down at the end of the month? And Patrick writes, I'm happy to see Mike Hamrick being retained to finish his goal of getting the baseball stadium built. I am surprised by the clear difference of opinion in the statement released by Marshall University Board of Governors. Shannon replies with a crying emoji. And Ned replies on Twitter, the right call in my opinion. How can you move the department forward when you're pissed off and won't talk to your football coach, basketball coach, and most famous alum, Chad? When you don't let the AD make the most important hires, time to move on. So those are some of your responses. On Twitter, you can join the conversation. Just find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. And uh, we'll read more of your responses as the show progresses. Other Marshall news of the day, Notre Dame adding to uh, their roster by picking up Marshall graduate transfer offensive lineman Kane Madden. We've got Tom Bragg coming up here in the next few minutes from Herd 24-7. My plan was to bring him on Monday, talk recruiting with him, but instead He's been working this story as well, so I look forward to hearing some of his insights and his reporting. And, of course, you can follow him on Twitter, Tom Bragg Sports, and you can, of course, go to Herd 24-7 for the latest recruiting news as well. So Tom does a fantastic job. We look forward to bringing him on board here in the next few minutes. We have got that coming up. We've got your reaction to the news of the day, the night in sports We've got action in baseball, basketball, and the NHL to get to. We'll talk about all of that and more. It's The Drive coming up. Tom Bragg from Herd 24-7 here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. In a moment, we'll bring on to the program from her 24-7, Tom Bragg. Patrick Farrell, who is the chairman of the Marshall Board of Government Governors, released this statement earlier today. 
Mike Hamrick has faithfully served Marshall University for many years. He made meaningful contributions to the university by hiring great coaches, raising a lot of money, and building fantastic facilities. He is a true son of Marshall and always will be. Despite all the good Mike has done as athletic director, there was not enough support from the Board of Governors to approve a new contract extension. We are, however, pleased that Mike is going to remain at the university to help with fundraising for our new baseball stadium. As we look to the future, the landscape of college sports is rapidly changing. This creates new challenges and presents tremendous opportunities. There is an excitement in the air right now surrounding Marshall Athletics, and we plan to capitalize on that momentum by building on our many successes. Patrick Farrell, Chairman, Marshall Board of Governors. Joining us now on the program, and he's been covering the story as well. My plan, again, was to bring him on Monday, talk a little recruiting, you can get all that information over at Herd 24-7. Tom Bragg joins me, and um, that was my plan, Tom. You know, we come in Monday, talk a little recruiting, you know, talk about some of the stuff you can tell us about and, and all the great things that you're working on, and then this happens. Yeah, plans changed a little bit, huh? Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Um, what's your first Quite thing? Quite the, uh, the, the Friday news dump, huh? Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, all this is going to happen on Friday. That's okay. We'll talk about it on Monday, too. It, we'll, we'll, we'll do it definitely. Oh, we're going to be talking about this for a while, I imagine. Yeah, this is my show next week, the week after, the week after. And um, my first question to you is, um, you know, after hearing that statement uh, from Marshall Board of Governors Chairman Patrick Farrell, uh, what's your impression? Well, my impression, I don't think this is a secret to a lot of people that have followed this. There is a rift between the Board of Governors and the President's office regarding athletics. If you read Farrell's statement, he very clearly says that Mike Hamrick did not have the support of the Board of Governors to go on as the, the athletic director. And if you read Gilbert's statement, he very clearly says that he is disappointed that Mike Hamrick isn't going to stay around as the athletic director. And I think this is that kind of coming to a head. The way this worked out now, the Board of Governors does not get to go out and make their athletic director hire this summer, as I'm, as I'm sure they might have planned on with the contract expiring here in just a few weeks. And now, Hamrick's still on campus, so nobody loses their job. Jeff O'Malley slides over to be the interim athletic director. So you have a member of Hamrick's administration running the athletic department, so there's a whole lot of continuity there. And from what I can tell, there's not a whole lot the board can do to, to stop this. They're just going to have to, you know, hold on to their cards and wait until next summer to, uh, to make their move, I guess. And at that point, there will be a new university president coming in, so there's going to be lots of moving pieces next summer. If you thought this what, four days into June? If you thought this June was wild, wait till next June when they're looking at potential athletic directors and university presidents at the same time. Yeah, that's the um, that's the interesting thing. Um, I'm not going to put words into uh, President Gilbert's mouth or uh, assume anything, but I read this and I I was I was sad about it because I, I like Mike Hamrick. I'm a fan of Mike Hamrick's, and I, I'm not ashamed to admit that. And I'll, I'll go on the record. I, I think he's done a fantastic job, and you know I'll say that till the, my ending days here. But I love what Gilbert did because it was pretty much like, okay, well, he can come work for me for a year while I'm still here. Yeah. And we can put this baseball park together the way we want to. And Jeff O'Malley, he'll slide in and he'll take a he'll 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 do a great job while um, me and Mike are doing this. And the new president can come in and deal with this. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, and I, I'm you know. There's a visual component to this uh, I'm not going to share, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that was my uh, take on that when I read that. I'm like, well played, President Gilbert, well played. And, again, I, 
I don't want to speak for him, but that was just my impression that, okay, this was um, this was a a great, great move today because that's the one sticking point if, for if, me. If you were in the Hamrick camp, if you were a fan of Hamrick coming back, then yes, this was an absolutely great move. If you were on the other side of it, you're probably not super thrilled about how it went down today. No, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you're not because, uh, as you pen- you mentioned, there's a rift. There's a rift, and I like – you know, when reading this statement, there was not enough support from the Board of Governors. Well, we didn't get any transparency about what the process was and what was happening, where the support was, where the support wasn't. And I know you've been working this story. What what can you share? What are you willing to share right now as, uh, as you continue to work the story? Well, I don't know any specifics about board members and, and who was for it, who was against it. And I will have something exclusive coming here not too long after we get off the phone um, regarding some of this. That's that's a tease in the business, but it'll be for free. You don't have to pay for a subscription or anything. It'll be up at herd247.com, hopefully sometime here in the next hour or so. That might shed a little more light on this, but it's the, the rift is strange because you have the Board of Governors. I'm trying to think of a good way to put this. I don't want to say it's in in sports journalism. The, the 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 sports department of the newspaper was always kind of referred to as the toy department, and I kind of get that feeling with the board of governors and their treatment of the athletic department right now. It's a place for them to play. You know what I mean? And it's just it's 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 all so strange and interesting. The dynamics of everything when you think about one of the board of governors members is the sister of the basketball coach. And there's some conflicts of interest in here when it comes to athletics. And it's just, it's a very tangled, very political mess that I'm sure is tied up with, with lawyers and legalese that's, that's way above either of our pay grades. So it's, uh, it's going to be very much a wait and see thing. But like I said, hopefully the thing I'm working on here will shed a little bit of light into uh, maybe how we arrived at today. But like I said, I don't have anything or any knowledge of specifics about who was for, who was against. But I have reached out to members of the Board of Governors. I am currently awaiting a response on that. So maybe I will have a little more knowledge about who specifically who wanted what. But as of now, I don't have any of that. Tom Bragg joins me from Herd 24-7. And uh, the sister you were referring to is Kathy D'Antoni. So right there... I never understood how that happened because that is an obvious conflict of interest. You have a direct connection to a coach on Marshall University's athletic staff and Dan D'Antoni. So I never understood how that came to be or why that was allowed. And that's a curiosity that will continue. But there was never really any transparency. That's my big issue here is, you know, what are the discussions? Why is there no support? The fans, I know there's a mixed message, but it seemed like overwhelming. There were a lot of fans who were supporting Mike Hamrick coming back, and I don't know if that just fell on deaf ears or there just wasn't enough or this riff is so big that they're going to do what they want to do and they're going to move forward in their direction because they're in the position to do that. And so, you know, you're losing an athletic director in Mike Hamrick because of this riff, I believe. And you're also losing a pretty good president in Jerome Gilbert because of this rift, I believe. Yeah, and you know, when you get when you get people at this level, people that have been successful in their careers, in their personal lives, 
at this very high level. Guys like Jerome Gilbert, the president of a major university. Mike Hamrick, athletic director at a major university. Patrick Farrell, a board of governors member at a major university. All these people have been very, very successful. So there are egos involved. And I think this has been a battle of egos throughout this. That's that's the sense I get. Does that make any sense? Makes perfect sense. It makes perfect yeah. sense. And there's one person that we have neglected to mention. How do these people find their way on the Marshall University Board of Governors? Well, it's the Board of Governors appointed by the governor of the state of West Virginia, and it's well-documented uh, of potential perceived rifts there coming from the governor's office and this athletic department, or at least this institution. Yeah, honestly, I was just surprised that there wasn't a press conference with a bulldog asking for my camera to step down this week. But, yeah, Jim Justice is – that was a joke. But Jim Justice – It was a good joke, by the way. <laughs> it's a very good joke. Jim Justice may be not up front and in front of cameras, but behind the scenes, you know, he's, for whatever reason, decided to become very involved in the day-to-day comings and goings at Marshall since he's been the governor. And I don't want to speculate as to why, although I'm sure we all could. But when – Again, talking about egos, people that have been very successful. Jim's been taking a lot of L's lately. He probably feels like this is something he can control and get his hands around. So I, that would be my, my, my take on maybe why the governor has decided to stick his nose into Marshall so much more than he had in the past. And I think a lot of it is because of Doc Holliday. There was uh, – That too. Yeah, there's there a lot. There was an attempt. Yeah, there was an can attempt. Can we just call it what it was? It was, it was a coup attempt. That's a fair statement because um, there was the implication that Doc wasn't cut out for the job and you know maybe he should go. And Mike Hamrick makes those decisions and he kept Doc Holliday. He made the hires and you know, Doc Holliday stayed on until um, until he was no longer extended the opportunity to return. And so that was the beginning of the end. If that yeah, if that wasn't the beginning of the end, it would at least uh, it was the the biggest signpost to the beginning of the end. Yeah, I think um, I don't know necessarily this that that is you know the exact point where this rift or this conflict between these sides started, but that was really what set the whole thing off and kind of let everybody know, even the casual observers, like, hey, there's something going on here. These two sides are are not on the same page at all. And yeah, like you said, ever since then, it seems like it's been like a push and pull, the immovable object type situation between the two sides, and, and it kind of came to a head today. Tom Bragg joins me from Herd 247. Let me, before, before we continue, 247 or 247, how do you prefer it said? Your site. They're both fine. Okay. They're both fine. I uh, I think I say 24-7 more yeah. just because that's, that's easier, but... I've been trying to break myself into saying 247 so that people don't type out like T-W-E-N-T-Y into their, their browsers. Right. Heard 247. So Heard 247, and, and Tom's doing a fantastic job so far. And you've got something coming up later on on the website. It will be free. The The great thing yeah, about not, the website. No, 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 no paywalls on this particular story that's coming up. The great thing, though, is that you are running sales all the time, and you have um, – opportunities for folks to get in on the premium content and before we continue I just want to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about that since uh, you were so gracious to come on today Um, you're covering a lot of recruiting news and trust me I'm glad you're doing it because um, that's a full-time job and that's where you come in 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, these last few days since uh, the extended, we'll call it, dead period that lasted for 18 months and came to an end on, on June 1st. And, man, it's been the Wild West all week. You've got a bunch of kids coming and going. Now, Marshall's not having any official, using quotes, visitors, where the kids declare and the school kind of pays to bring them up deal. No official visitors this weekend. That's going to be the next couple of weekends coming up. But there's been lots of kids coming and going on campus this week. Marshall has a new offer out to a running back from Columbus, Ohio. Ohio. Easy for me to say, right? Jalen Jennings, he was a Division Five first first-team All-State running back in Ohio. For comparison's sake, that's the same division that Ironton plays in. So he was All-State running back in, in, in that class. They had seen him on tape, but obviously hadn't had the chance to, you know, go see him in person. He came to campus yesterday. I talked to him this morning. He said coaches watched him run through some drills, loved what they saw, and Coach Huff made him an offer. So that's that's kind of the latest on that front as far as actual offers in hand. But lots of kids on campus. I figure there's going to be a lot more offers going out here over the next few weeks, and it's a great time to subscribe to Herd 247 for that because that's where we keep most of the recruiting stuff ends up staying behind the paywall. And like you said, we've got great deals going on for the next few days. You can get more than 60% off a year subscription. I think it totals out to around maybe 40 some dollars. It's less than $4 a month. And if the annual deal isn't for you, you can go month by month. We've got deals for that too. And you can find that, like we said, over at herd247.com. There's a big button in the corner of the page that says join. If you're not already a member, you just click on that and follow the instructions. Tom Bragg's my guest from Herd 247, the news of the day. I thought the news of the day with Notre Dame getting Kane Madden. That was going to be my news of the day. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm so wrong. Yeah, that that made um, that's like one line in my my show notes today. Notre Dame, Kane Madden transfer. Yeah, I imagine your show today went about like some of my stories when someone hits a buzzer beater. You just got to throw that in the trash and start over. Right? Yeah, that's um, that's out. That's completely out here. <laughs> uh, so you're working on the story that's going to feature uh, some of the. Maybe how we got here, that's coming up later on Herd 247. You've got recruiting news, of course, and you know, we're all going to be talking about this here for the foreseeable future. But as you alluded to, the immediate search for a new athletic director won't begin for a while. So now put those lists away of maybe potential hires. Did you have maybe a, a short list you were working on of who could take the job knowing the makeup of this board and you know, where the university's board of governors maybe want to go or you know, had you even got that far yet? Because, you know, we were just sitting here patiently or not patiently waiting for this, this news to finally happen. I hadn't gotten that far yet. And as far as the lists go, you know, it, it, it's hard to say because you have a lame duck president. You don't know what the board's intentions or motivators are. So it would be really tough for that. But I do want to talk about Jeff O'Malley for a little bit. Yeah, we need to. That they're going to bring in. You know, Jeff has been around Marshall gosh, for not as long as I can remember, but I started school there as a freshman almost 20 years ago. And Jeff was on campus then working for Bob Markham, the previous athletic director. He was one of the few holdovers from that administration that, that came over with Hamrick. He came, he'd been an administrator with Markham at UMass before and had worked with John Calipari there. So, you know, we mentioned he's a He's a college basketball referee who refs a lot of D2 games. I've seen him ref a lot of MEC games. So he's very involved in sports, very involved in Marshall. Uh, he's got a legal background. He's been, like I said, he's been around for all of us, for the whole Hamrick administration, even back into Markham. He's seen this thing kind of build, how it is built this century. And if you're going to place somebody in there as a placeholder for a year, 
I can't think of anybody better for Marshall than Jeff O'Malley. He definitely has been a mainstay at the university. And for the most part, everybody likes him. At least I think everybody likes him. Uh, he definitely... Except, except, except Brian Poor, the basketball coach at West Virginia State. Okay, that's fair. That, <laughs> that's, that, just, that's fair. I'm just, I'm just kidding. That's a referee coach thing. They, we have fun with that. That's, that's still fair, though. And, you know, my biggest question is, I mean, how's he going to ref now? He's, he's got a lot more put on his plate here. You just don't sit down I don't, I don't, yeah, at this desk I don't and, know. yeah. How do you do this? I've, I've, I've reached out to Jeff uh, congratulating him. Uh, we just had quick back and forth over text. I haven't, like, sat down to interview him or, or start picking his brain yet. There's a lot going on. Today, certainly. And also, most of the Marshall Athletics guys, they're in at the Greenbrier for the big fundraiser right now. So it should be an interesting evening around the roulette table down in Lewisburg tonight, I imagine. Yeah, again, that's another interesting part of this info dump on Friday, where you know so many components and pieces of the athletic department are not where they usually would be. And that's going to be an awkward, uh, that's going to be an awkward fundraiser for sure. Yeah, it made it, you know, the timing of it was, you know, it it is what it is, but you know when it when it comes out as a as a reporter, you start poking at your sources and and peeling those things back and several of the people I tried to get a hold of when all it came out were en route to the Greenbrier or just getting there, you know, didn't have time to get to their phones, so it was it was not not strange, it was just unfortunate timing for me because I needed to get a hold of some people. But yeah, it should be interesting down there tonight. With uh, with what we were talking about with the governor and, and you know it being, I guess his technically his family's resort, but we all know who runs things down there. But it'll it'll be interesting for sure. I'd love to be a fly on the wall. I don't know that I would have the uh, the wardrobe to get past the doorman there, but if I could be a fly, I'd like to hang out on the wall and see what's going on down there tonight. Tom Bragg joins us from her two four seven and uh, just to offer to walk baby dog and you you should be okay. You should be able to get uh, I think they've probably got a file on me about baby dog as much as I tweet about her. I don't think I could get away with that. <laughs> I'm feeling like after today, uh, there might be a new file on me. And if, if, uh, if you didn't know who I was today, you might know about me later tonight. That's what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm anticipating. We'll catch up with you again soon, man. Um, maybe we can do this Monday because, again, recruiting. I really wanted. Yeah, to talk, sure. I really wanted to talk recruiting on Monday with you because. Well, we'll have a lot to talk about Monday. We're going down. There's, there's camps are opening up this weekend. Uh, Huff's going to allow some media in on Sunday to kind of mill around and just kind of get a feel for things. So I'll have a whole lot to talk about with recruiting on Monday, definitely. Okay, that's a deal. Then we'll do it again on Monday. Tom Bragg joining Herd two four seven. Get to the website now. Find out about the deals before they go away, and you regret not getting one. We'll talk to you Monday, Tom. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. See you then. We'll get your phone calls in eight seven seven four two zero talk eight seven seven four two zero eight two five five. More coming up. The drive. ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. News of the day, Marshall University President Jerome Gilbert announcing the university's longtime athletic director, Mike Hamrick, stepping down on June 30th to assume a new role at the university. On July 1st, Mike Hamrick, the athletic director for the Thundering Herd for what, at least a decade, is going to assume the role of special assistant to the president for one year. He's going to be focusing on fundraising and facilities planning for the university's previously announced baseball stadium project. 
And so the university will elevate Jeff O'Malley to interim athletic director. This is going to allow the next president of the university, when Jerome Gilbert's contract is up, to participate in the selection process for a new athletic director. So, in effect, you got to wait a year. You're going to have to wait a year or so until a new athletic director will be brought on board. Until then, Jeff O'Malley will do, I think, a fantastic job as the athletic director, the interim athletic director. So uh, congratulations to him for the opportunity to guide the Thundering Herd Athletic Department for at least a year. So the question remains is, why wasn't there more transparency on this lack of a, a contract extension or the fact that Mike Hamrick was not extended. Patrick Farrell, earlier today, the chairman of the Marshall Board of Governors, releasing this statement, and I'll read it again for you. Mike Hamrick has faithfully served Marshall University for many years. He made meaningful contributions to the university by hiring great coaches, raising a lot of money, and building fantastic facilities. He is a true son of Marshall and always will be. Despite all the good Mike has done as athletic director, there was not enough support from the Board of Governors to approve a new contract extension. We are, however, pleased that Mike is going to remain at the university to help with fundraising for our new baseball stadium. As we look to the future, the landscape of college sports is rapidly changing. This creates new challenges and presents tremendous opportunities. There is an excitement in the air right now surrounding Marshall Athletics, and we plan to capitalize on that momentum by building on our many successes. Patrick Farrell, Chairman, Marshall Board of Governors. Where is the transparency in this, though? I think it would have been more meaningful that we understood from the Board of Governors that, yes, we're going to extend his contract, or no, we are not going to approve a new contract extension. Some transparency would have been nice, and instead we were left to speculate a simple statement of, we're not going to approve a new contract, or we're working on a new deal, would have helped a long way. And of course, that's, I think, a lot of herd fans' uh, question right now. Where's the transparency? You know, was there a vo vote? Why, you know, why now? I mean, the statement comes out after the university announces that Mr. Hamrick will be stepping down and he'll be assuming a role within the president's office to focus on fundraising and facility plannings for the baseball stadium. And that's the big thing right there. I think Mike Hamrick deserves the opportunity to finish what he started and I look forward to seeing what he can do in a year. I hope he gets it done. I hope he gets it done in a year and it's a, it's a marvelous facility and it's a, it's a monument to baseball for a long time to come and a lot of hard work from a lot of people here. And of course, uh, that'll be the question here. And I invite any member of the Board of Governors to come on the program and discuss the reasons why they either supported Mike Hamrick or didn't support Mike Hamrick. And it's an open invitation to all of them. At any time, they would like to come on the program. And you don't have to worry about it. This is an, uh, I'm not trying to play gotcha with anybody. I'm not going to attack anybody. I just want to ask these questions and, and give an opportunity to 
express the reason why. That's it. And I will admit, I like Mike Ambergen. I think that he should have been extended the opportunity to remain as the athletic director at Marshall University. I, I'm on board with Mike Ambrick, and I will maintain that stance until my, my dying days. I think he was doing a fantastic job. And, of course, uh, you are free to disagree, and we are free to respectively respect each other's opinions. Speaking of opinions, if you got them, I want to hear them on Twitter, at Paul Swan. If you've got opinions, let me know what they are. I'm curious to hear what you have to say, good or bad, about the decision. Are you for this decision? Are you against this decision? Also, you can find me on Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. We've got a Facebook page and a group for you to interact with other Herd fans. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I want to thank my guest from Herd 247, Tom Bragg. Look for his continuation on this story on the Herd 247 website. Back on Monday, we'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.